0: Hey everyone, I'm Serena. And I'm Tina, and we are the Mental Health Mamas. Welcome
1: to No Need to Explain. We are so glad you're here.
0: First, as always, a quick disclaimer.
1: We come to you not as mental health professionals or experts in the field, but rather as parents with lived experience who are on a mission to normalize the conversation around mental health. If you
0: or someone you love is experiencing a mental health crisis, please seek professional support. You'll find a variety of resources in our show notes and on our website, No Need to Explain NoNeedToExplainPodcast.com. Serena,
1: welcome back and happy new year. Happy new year to you too. It feels like, gosh, feels like a long time since we've connected and um, certainly a long time since it's been just the two of us
0: on a record. Exactly right. Yes. And for those of you who follow closely, we um, haven't dropped for a bit and we feel good about that. And we hope that you are back listening and happy that we're back too. So, uh-huh. so we ended last year with our very special Encore guest, Lisa Sugarman, talking about what she has been up to in the mental health space and all of her new endeavors, um, as well as really a, a quite frank discussion about the holiday feels. So if you have not listened, please go back and do so.
1: And it's not, you know, it's it's not limited to the holiday. It's kind of just those feels all the time. And we're actually going to take some time today to use some of the themes that Lisa discussed um, and that we've talked about over the podcast um, for the last three seasons. We've been doing this a long time now.
0: Yeah. So let's start by talking a bit about what Serena and I would call the tilty world we are living in right this moment, right?
1: Right, yeah. So, you know, we might use the word tilty or kind of unstable. I kind of sometimes use the word untethered. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just basically when when things don't feel right, you don't feel grounded, you don't feel kind of solid, um, when things are going maybe not so well, either personally for us
0: or for others in our orbit. Mm-hmm. And we certainly are in those times, uh, literal wars, climate instability, immigration, migration in our country and kind of across the world, gun violence, uh, just so much.
1: There is so much. And I just think we're exposed all the time in a way that we didn't used to be. So there's um, that overwhelming peace, yeah. right, of just kind of seeing everything everywhere, all the time.
0: Exactly. And you know, I feel like we've lived uh, in cities where news has, even over the years. So I've been married for almost 33 years. And I feel like wherever we've lived, if we're nearer to a bigger city where the news comes from, I've seen more. But the truth Mm. is, I just feel like everybody sees it. And not only do we see it, It's in our hand and pinging our watches Mm -hmm. and doing all the Mm -hmm. things. I mean, I have been very, I I know your family is very good about this. We are not so good about it, but Mm -hmm. I do have a lot of that shut off so that I am not constantly bombarded by it. It's not interrupting my brain thoughts every moment of every day.
1: Right. Right. Right, yeah, it's so hard to ignore all those the pings and the, you know. So here's your permission to <laughs> turn off your notifications, right? Even sign. you know, um, dare I say, turn off your phone? Yeah, wow, well, <laughs> possible? No, maybe possible. not. Possible?
0: <laughs> I mean, if possible, I do think that it's such an appendage these days, right? Not only for us, but for our our people. Um, mm-hmm. In fact, my daughter's visiting, and I said, "Do you?" I mean, we don't have a television in our bedroom very consciously. I just don't do Mm -hmm. that, but she does. And I think it helps uh, her fiance fall asleep, which is great. I I think that's true for both of my kids. But I said, do you, do you want the cable on there? Do you just, and she's like, oh, we just stream and use our phones. We never Mm -hmm. see that mainstream TV, but I still think it's there. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So anyway.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And and so add to all of those things, all the things weighing down on us in the in the world, in our personal spaces as well, the idea that it seems like there's just so much conflict mm. um, in our country, in the world, um, and it's just, it all seems like too much, right?
0: It is too much in that um, civil discourse that we just can't seem to have in any civil way, right? Yeah. yeah. So let's circle back to the last episode with Lisa and she really is awesome and kind of put an exclamation point on feeling all the feels and a few other points we'll circle back to later. And Serena, I've been following her on social media. If you, if you audience don't follow her, I know Serena does follow her. Um, (laughs) If you don't follow her, she really is amazing um she's been talking about feeling all the feels she has been with her family over the holidays especially her daughter who she hadn't seen in two years and she was in Japan where there was a lot going on right Mm earthquake uh a plane terrible plane crash thing yeah um the passenger plane was fine I mean there were casualties in the other plane um but just being in the proximity of that uh, and having a lot of feels, right? Like so many feels in that one short time for her. Yeah. So Lisa, if you're listening, thanks for giving us permission. Again, writing us that permission slip to feel all the feels.
1: Mhm yeah and you know we truly don't have control over any of those things, even though we may try, right? Mm-hmm. We may you know I think that's where like anxiety comes from, right? Where we're trying to control the things we don't have control over. um not all anxiety, but I think a sense of anxiety, right. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do have control over how we react and process our emotions mm-hmm. right. so we can choose. We can choose the the outcome for us personally. Um, and it's something that we've stressed on the podcast for many seasons. Feel the feels, um, all of them. And, you know, I, I don't want to say good feelings or bad feelings, because really... Um, Tina and I actually took a, um, a nonviolent communication training years ago Mm -hmm. when we used to live in the same place. And I remember the, um, the person during the training talking about, um, they're not good feelings or bad feelings. If you're feeling you're alive. And so, yes, we will try to embrace that. All
0: feelings valid, right? We've said it many, many times. So so let's shift gears a little bit and talk about um, this word that I honestly can't stand. And I've done it and I've not done it, but mm-hmm. resolutions, right, for the new year. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we feel such pressure in the new year to be a new you. Mm-hmm. But I kind of like the old me. Aren't I enough, Serena? Yes, <laughs> you
1: are enough absolutely yes yeah. are you you
0: are enough thank you, thank you.
1: Mm. yeah um and we want you guys to hear that in the audience as well you are enough whether you made resolutions or you didn't um it's all good right mm. um i don't know D- did you make resolutions this year tina i you have know, to ask I didn't.
0: in fact i've been writing this for a little bit and um no, I'm not making a resolution this year. I, you know, part of what I'm, what I've worked on last year is just being okay with me. You know, mm-hmm. I'm in my fifties. I'm not 30 anymore. There mm-hmm. are little things that I don't know. Anyway, we will talk a little bit more about this, but what about you? Did you make resolution?
1: I did not. I like, I thought about it and then I thought, nope, I'm going to buck the trend, right? Um, I think there's so much pressure, though, right? This time of year to like change yourself overnight, mm-hmm. look better, feel better, exercise more, eat better. It's, uh,
0: exhausting. <laughs> it's <totally laughs> exhausting. It's totally exhausting. It's totally. And you know what it makes me think of is okay, so I was raised Catholic and it makes me think of Lent when people mm-hmm. give things up, right? You give things up as, as part of a suffering thing.
1: But you know, mm-hmm. the
0: trend has in the past few years, at least in the, in the world that I've been living in is to change that to something a little more positive and outward. So not about Mm -hmm. me giving up something, but instead me giving something. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. it's a, it's just a very interesting trend, but anyway, so the idea that we need to change our lives in one day, in one month, it, It's just a silly idea, right? So in an older article in the New York Times, it's from 2011. So you can imagine the kind of inflation uh, in this number. The author says, Americans spend many tens of billions of dollars every year in the hopes of keeping resolutions to lose weight, get fit, quit smoking, fix their finances, organize their closets. Oh gosh, on and on. (laughs) Last year, they go on to say we spent $62 billion on health club memberships, weight loss programs, exercise tapes, diet sodas, and the like and this is according to projections from market data enterprise a market a marketing firm and from a more recent article from the BBC Analysts say the start of the new year is an important time for health-focused businesses. Nearly half of Americans polled in October of 23, uh, a Forbes Health One poll survey said they were prioritizing fitness in their new year's goal. And I'm going to quote, people have been through the holiday season. They've probably been overindulging, ha ha ha, Um, Mm -hmm. says Saunders, who is one of the people quoted in this article they're now focused on new year's resolutions to do with wellness and losing weight so i guess this shouldn't surprise us right serena the businesses are trying Mm -hmm. to kind of capitalize on selling us all of the things
1: yeah and i just i want to take a moment to talk about the idea that um i I would say my social media feed Mm -hmm. culturally in where you know where i live in my office workspace um in december it, it is this idea that we're supposed to overindulge in many different ways <laughs> right like we're you know we're eating terrible foods that are bad for us we are um staying up late and you know celebrating in one way or another um but and, and it like it feels really challenging to be healthy in December. And then suddenly in January, we're supposed to flip that. And now we're going to eat all the good things that are healthy for us. We're going to get all the exercise and do all the right things. And I just feel like, I, again, it's exhausting, the, the like the extremes, right? Mm-hmm. From from one end to the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so true. And the, so true. That's yeah. So and the, just true. the expectation, right? That we're supposed to I don't know, fall in line to do these things. And again, it's really hard to not do these things mm-hmm. when, you know, every amazing looking dessert is showing up on my Facebook feed.
0: Well, right. let's go oh. there. You guys are bakers, right? You're bakers. Oh, yeah. I still remember this cute story, which I'm going to tell right now. Okay. Um, I've known Serena's youngest <laughs> since she was born. And mm-hmm. I still remember, I mean, she was barely speaking. And yes, you were true. with her in the kitchen. <laughs> and <laughs> you said um, you know, basically butter, sugar, and you were creaming that. And then she said an egg? <laughs> yes Yes, this girl is gonna be a good baker yeah anyway I just feel like it's all around and I've told you before after after Christmas for us I just feel like elf I want sugar Mm -hmm. all the time yes yes So Mm -hmm. I I just need to break I I need to break that and I'm about all things in moderation right yeah there's never a time when I say I can't eat whatever I mean it's just not a thing I don't know anyway I mean, not all yeah. things, not all things in moderation, just saying, but <laughs> yeah, all the things I choose in moderation. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> Got it. I'm, I'm still stuck on elf picturing the pile of spaghetti with the maple the syrup. candy, right? And like maple this. syrup, right? <laughs> and maple syrup, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. So fun. So, <laughs> so people are selling things, right? To make us better. Um, but what are we selling, Tina? What are we selling, Serena? <laughs> I would say selling, I don't know, sharing, encouraging, you are enough. That is right. Today,
0: tomorrow, next year, you are enough. I love that. And we will continue to remind you of that. So if we could only bottle and sell that, well, we won't go there. But <laughs> um, I do think it's important to say personal growth is important. None of us come into this world excellent at everything in our world and Mm -hmm. I think it's healthy um part of what we process with our therapists and our friend therapists right is like (laughs) how how might I grow personally in this year and I think that's really a good distinction right like I don't want to severely change everything in my world but personal growth is important so Mm
1: -hmm. there are
0: things that we can do um but I think an important message is we should always be in control of that narrative, right? Not mm-hmm. others telling us on your social media feed and other places mm-hmm. to, you know, fill in the blank, whatever that thing is, right? Yes. I think I need to quiet some of those uh, ads
1: mm-hmm. that come through or something. I don't know. How do you do I that? Know. I don't even know. I, uh, yeah, there's a way, I think, but we'll <laughs> uh. <laughs> just stay on Facebook, you yeah, know, whichever. <laughs> So let's talk a bit about our own narrative because sometimes um, we're not always having positive messages going
0: on in our heads, right? Right, exactly. And, you know, Valerie Gordon was a guest we had on, I can't remember what season, and she spoke to us about her book, Firing Your Narrator. She's also someone I follow on, fo- on social media, and I really mm-hmm, enjoy um, all, listening to all the things from her. um, sometimes those external messages get kind of lodged in our heads and we become our worst enemies. We tell ourselves things that we would never tell people that we love, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think we've talked about that a lot on here, but um, yeah, if if it's not something you would say to somebody else, like- don't say it to yourself. Be kind to yourself. Um, and that brings us to expectations of ourselves and others that certainly contribute to all of those feels, right? I think we've talked about this a little bit. Um, yeah. What are your thoughts, Tina? Yeah.
0: So I think there are two things, right? Yeah. It, like you said, expectations that we have of ourselves and then that external kind of what we think everyone expects from us and what can yeah. you re- I, I don't know. I think, honestly, I think I'm harder on myself than I feel like other people are. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think that's probably true. And it's a vicious circle, too, because what I think people expect of me, right? I think that just feeds into that narrative. Do, do you, does that, is that clear? Like, it feels like what I think other people expect of me mm-hmm. is, it just feeds into that, am I enough narrative, right?
1: Yeah. Can I can I bring your giant gingerbread house into the uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, well, it's amazing. It's incredibly amazing. Well, yes. Thank you. And
0: I do think that so for those of you who do not follow me on social media, um I Every year that we have lived in Virginia, which is now year three, um, I have built a gingerbread house. And I've built gingerbread houses a lot. My mother was a wedding cake baker, so it's something we did every year. We never made the graham cracker milk carton thing. Like, never. That that was never a thing. <laughs> um, and in fact, I did this with... with uh, Serena's kids. We built a chicken, coop yep. gingerbread. And other things. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> um, high expectations set. Um, and again, my mother and my sister were so good at it that I just felt like this pressure to do it. Now, they never pressured me to do it, but I pressured mm. myself to do it. And so mm-hmm. I have made, um, I made the University of Richmond Chapel. I made last year our library, which is called Boatwright Tower. And this year I made the Robin Center, which is our basketball arena. And Mm -hmm. yeah, so it's a lot of work. Actually, I find it, I am not a particularly, (laughs) Serena will, uh, I'm not a very, I'm a very creative person, positive, right? But I'm Mm -hmm. not the best with like, I'm not architect-y in the sense that I'm not all that great my math skills, like calculating yeah. everything. So, part of the big part of this is I'm sure I calculated something wrong and just started building it. And it's like, whoa, that is, it won't even fit out a door, a regular. <laughs> so, anyway, but that's just a little self deprecation. I'm, I'm, I'm going to just admit it. Like, I'm not that good at my math skills. So, anyway, it's lovely. Check it out. And I have a perfection issue. My expectation is it needs mm-hmm. to be perfect. And so literally I built this thing for more than a month, I would say, from beginning to, to end. And I think it was even after um that month that I was like, oh, it needs this. It needs that. Kind mm-hmm. so, of like writing a paper. I don't know, you're a writer, so. Mm-hmm. you just can't yeah like you're always trying to add one more thing now right yeah anyway. well
1: and so here's the question for you yeah. was there anybody anybody who looked at it <laughs> yeah. either on social media or in person who was like you know I think it's missing something
0: nobody nobody In <laughs> fact, it was nice because it's an athletic <laughs> building the athletic director I had put some wreaths on the that aren't there I mean they're not on the building and he's like wow I think we should some reads <laughs> up next year. That those look really good, and I'm like, whoa, okay. <laughs> so no, the answer is no. No one um said anything like, "Wow, that M and M's off a little bit." <laughs> Shocking, I know, right? Anyway.
1: Yeah. So so I think um we're gonna, you know, the new year, new you. I think we're gonna chuck that out the door. If um, you know, you you do you out there, but um
0: again, you're enough. Yes, and I would say new year, new year, uh, new okay, sorry, let me try that again. And I would say new year, new you, nope. Mm. And I love these words from Mr. Rogers, who was one of my very favorite childhood people. Mm-hmm. We like you just the way you are, your kind, authentic, vulnerable, whole self. So be yourself. You are enough. Absolutely. Yeah. So, podcast friends, we are, as always, grateful for all of you listening and supporting us. You can help us out, visit Apple Podcasts, leave us a review while you're there. We have a bunch of reviews but we would love some more please subscribe and share the podcast with others Um, you will find more content on our website no need to explain podcast.com you will also find us on all the socials and we would love to hear from you and this is your gentle reminder to
1: take good care of yourself while you're also taking care of your people thanks so much for listening bye